Podcast 1 Finding Revelation Daily Finding revelation in our personal lives is to discover or perceive a surprising and or previously unknown fact through divine or supernatural disclosure. It can be an event, dream, vision, or miracle made known in subtle or dramatic ways. In order to experience revelation, we must discern what is happening in our spirit through exchange and interaction with people, nature, and the connection to our surroundings. Then translate this information into revelation through scriptural knowledge. The revelation will contain and reveal a divine truth that is communicated to us through the understanding of God's guidance and warnings. It may be something he reveals to us through an act of protection, enlightenment, or by revealing spiritual wisdom through a dream, vision, or miracle. My goal is to express to you the importance of being aware in receiving this divine assistance. We all must have an understanding and the knowledge of how God works in our daily lives as revealed in Scripture. We can gain insight by telling each other our experiences. They become a powerful medium in which we can learn and grow. Understanding these messages can help strengthen our resolve when times are difficult. My mission is to give my testimony to help people hear the voice of the Lord and to recognize when God's hand is involved. Each day we are called to be who the Lord designed us to be. When our hearts, minds, ears, and eyes are opened by the knowledge of His Scripture given to us, we will then become equipped with the armor of God as explained to us in Ephesians 6, 10-18, to accept the messages, gifts, and experiences sent our way. Hebrews 11.7 says, quote, By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. End quote. Through my experience, I learned that I must read the Bible. I have to take the time to work through Scripture and to ask the Lord for understanding. It makes the Bible come alive for me, and it will for you too. When I take the time to read or listen to Scripture, it transforms me in the moment. It transforms my spirit, especially when I listen to Scripture as I sleep. I walk into the spiritual realm of the Bible. This interaction with what I read and listen to in the Bible has changed my life. I have been transformed and can overcome things that I previously didn't have the tools to fix. I have entered a new, deeper relationship with God. The Bible can be fun. It brings things to life that I would never have imagined on my own. I love when God shares His sense of humor with me. I will be sharing all different types of conversations and experiences I have had with God. Since I've received the Holy Spirit, my communication lines have been wide open. I have always had a relationship with the Lord, but not to this extent. 
As I've been put into the school of the Holy Spirit, my relationship with God has become much more complete. God has a plan for me. He has a plan for each one of us. If we just follow His Word, we will live life at its very best. We will live life on high. I have found at times His plan is not always the easiest, but it's always the best. What I do is ask God, What is your plan for me? Whether it be for a certain circumstance, or just trying to understand what I need to do or know in order to stay on the path He's provided for me, I check in with Him to make sure I am still on track and still following His will. When the plan is given to me, I ask Him to guide me in that plan. He says in Psalms 32 and in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord. It is written that if I acknowledge Him, consider Him, open the door to Him, recognize Him, He says He will make my path straight. This is one of many reasons I trust Him and follow His guidance. We must be willing to listen to what He says. He continuously gives us a sense of direction. Sometimes that direction comes in a dream, vision, or a small or large miracle. I will be sharing some of my experiences with you. I will try to discern what the Bible says about that experience and what my inner spirit tells me. My testimony to you is to help you develop the ears, eyes, and spirit to discern what the Lord is telling you. Because if we're not listening, then we could miss the guidance and the gifts of knowledge that God has offered and is still offering to give us. In Mark 4, Jesus said, Listen to me and understand. How do I know when God is speaking to me? We're all continually given dreams, visions, and miracles. We must be in a place spiritually where we can experience and hear the information coming our way. Are we listening? No one can listen for me but me. God speaks to those who are willing to listen. And we all need divine guidance in every area of our lives. How does God speak to me? His primary way to speak to me is through the living word, the Bible. The Bible is the final authority. He also speaks to us through prayer. If you say, I have never heard God speak, then it's because you're not listening. He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. Most people brush it off and continue down their own path. He speaks very clearly if we are willing to listen to Him. I use the analogy that if I was to become involved in an activity, whether it be sports or work, I would need to know the rules and what's expected of me for that position that I've been given. I would want to know the rules of the company or the game being played. I would then adhere to the company policy or the rules of the game. In order to perform my function to the satisfaction of people depending on me, that is how I view my commitment to God. 
He has given me the information I need through the Bible in order for me to function with the knowledge of what is expected of me and what I can expect of Him. God would like to share His plan for my life with me. This is why I need to take the time to listen to what He has to say to me. He speaks to us about our life, and it's always good. He demonstrates His plan for us by giving us dreams, visions, and miracles to be deciphered through the meaning of His Word. I will explain how I find revelation through life's events. I have found that our daily circumstances will help to bring revelation. God will speak to us directly. Many times, it'll be through everyday events. Sometimes the circumstances we find ourselves in can be very painful and evoke fear. That's why it's important for us to develop an ease, comfort, and a pleasure of hearing God's voice. I found that the more I engage in scripture, the more I develop a yearning to have that connection with God. If I'm willing to listen, He will use my circumstances that may be difficult at the time to give me a message. When God speaks, He gives a clear direction for the way He would like us to live. Listening is the key. Before I talk to God to complain, or to tell him things he already knows about me, I will take the time to be quiet. Let him speak to my heart so I can figure out exactly what he wants me to do. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 tells us to trust him with all of our heart. I've learned through the years that I can't just brush off an intuition, a nagging in my soul. I can't just dismiss the incoming message and tell myself it's just my imagination. I respect and love God. In that connection of mutual love, I have come to understand that it doesn't make any difference what people think. I know when He has spoken to my heart, He will speak to me in exactly the way I need so that I will hear it and understand it. He will encourage me to speak up and give my testimony. He doesn't always make it complicated, but sometimes He will give me revelations in layers, just as the Bible is written. Some things are just not that straightforward. It takes time and development to get the true meaning of what God has in store for me. I've learned not to underestimate how intense God will be when He is guiding my life. When I tune my heart to God, it's just like tuning into a television station or a radio station. I am able to tune in when I sit quietly, ready to listen. When I read my Bible or listen to Scripture being read, or when I take a long run along the beach enjoying God's nature, He will speak to my heart. I'm always amazed and humbled. When I sense His presence in my life, I feel an overwhelming feeling of love, and sometimes it brings me to tears. He's promised His Word to guide us. If I ask Him to lead me, I must be willing to listen. What about when we're not listening? How does God get our attention? 
When I get a feeling of restlessness in my spirit, I become aware that God is trying to get my attention. He has something that He is going to tell me or show me. This is always a great time to stop what I'm doing and take the time to pray and listen. Many times, what He shows me is totally unlike anything that I have ever thought or imagined. When He speaks to me to give me a revelation for a dream, vision, or a question that I've posed, it's like opening up a gift when you have no idea what's inside. Most of the time, God does not speak to me audibly. The Holy Spirit speaks to my spirit. That's not to say that He won't speak audibly, because He does. It will be so loud and so clear, it will always get my attention immediately. He knows how to stop me in my tracks. When I'm determined to do something my own way, He will sometimes stop me, and sometimes He won't. When we are wise enough to listen carefully, we will receive His message without having to have His intervention. The argument made by many people is that God doesn't speak today. That's because they have never heard Him speak. That's sad to me. Because He speaks to each individual according to what the need is. That's why developing a listening heart is so very important. We do this by becoming familiar with His Word. What that will do is keep us in tune with Him. We need to be in tune with Him, not in tune with everything going on around us. God is in the process of speaking to us all the time. He will wake you in the middle of the night. This is when we need to write it down. He's very specific to what He wants us to hear. He knows that He has our undivided attention in the middle of the night or early in the morning. He would like to give us direction for our life. The best and safest thing you can do is to ask Him for His direction. My mission is to help anyone that will listen to recognize the voice of God. Who has priority for your listening? Is it God or is it somebody else? Who's going to suffer if you don't listen to God? Will it be your husband or wife? Will your children suffer? What we do affects other people. God expects us to lead by example through our speech and through our actions. People will know when they see and hear the truth. It's another thing if they'll accept it. But we don't have to worry about the opinions of other people. When we're in communion with God, we should make a practice every day to be alone with God. Be quiet and let Him speak. We must be able to listen to Him in order to make wise decisions in our life. Pray that God makes an impact on your life. It will not only affect you, but the people you love. Quote, So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. The Holy Spirit is the teacher, the equipper, the authority, and the power. God does His work through the Holy Spirit. We can rely upon His wisdom, which will provide us with the soundness of our decision.
in regard to the application of his knowledge and his good judgment. Our personal experience with the interaction of the Holy Spirit is to invoke our courage and power and authority over realms seen and unseen. To walk in the Spirit means to live in the moment in dependence upon Him, sensitive to His voice and in obedience to His will. How do we walk by the Spirit? I started my walk by praying to God to help me understand the Bible. It was Greek to me. He put me in the school of the Holy Spirit. He started me out by quoting scripture to me in moments where I could relate. At this point, I had never read the Bible, so I was never sure if it was something that I would even find in the Bible. The Bible consists of two parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament includes 39 books, and the New Testament, 27 books. I would have to go to the front of the Bible first to see if the name of the book given to me in my spirit was actually part of the Bible. Then I would go to that section of the Bible and find the verse that had been given to me. I would always be astonished as to what God was saying to me. At first, I thought it was my imagination. But then he continued to provide scripture time after time, that would relate to something I had seen, experienced, or heard. This gave me the desire to find out more. I watched videos on the Bible stories. I watched preachers who would break down the scripture and explain it in terms I could understand. I definitely crawled before I could walk with God. Through his teaching, I have learned that if I am going to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, I must be sensitive to the promptings of the Spirit. The Spirit of God inspires us to think and act in the ways of the Lord. He prompts us with strong inclinations. We have the choice to listen to the prompts in obedience, or we can dismiss these prompts and go on about our daily lives in rebellion. God gives us that choice. When we can learn to live moment by moment in the Spirit, His love for us is sealed as a father's love for his child. Ephesians 1.13 says, And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. We all have three enemies, the world, the devil, and the flesh. These enemies will lie to us, entice us, trick us, and coerce us. How do we protect ourselves from the influence and desires of these three enemies? The good news is that the enemy can't take us by force. We have the power and authority of control over our lives through Jesus who died on the cross to give us that protection from the wicked and evil influences over our lives so that we can enjoy life everlasting with Him. When we yield to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, we walk in the Spirit. We must come to understand that we're in a war and being attacked 
all the time. It says in Romans 8.5, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. End quote. Living our lives on earth should be seen and experienced as a dry run in the classroom of the Holy Spirit, who is preparing us for the life to come. That's why when the disciples asked Jesus how they should pray, he gave them this prayer, quote, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. End quote. One of my online sources for quick scripture lookup is www.biblegateway.com. That's biblegateway.com. I look forward to connecting with you in my next podcast. In the meantime, please let me know what you think. Share with me your experiences, your walk, your testimony. You can go to my website, www.livinglifeonhigh.com or email me at livinglifeonhigh at gmail.com. God bless and stay in tune with God.